Hey, hey, welcome to episode 101 of the Jump Podcast. And if that sounds new to you and confusing, you might want to jump back and listen to episode 100, um, where I explain the name change from the Budget Minded Traveler to Jump. The name has changed, but it's still me, Traveling Jackie. And like I promised you guys, it was going to be the same sort of content uh, going forward. We're actually kicking this off with a game show style episode, which uh, I started while it was still called The Budget Minded Traveler. Um, And today on our game show, we have the one and only Jason Moore from Zero to Travel podcast. You guys have heard him on the show before and he's back today. We're doing this a little bit different um, than the past game shows. He is also hosting a separate episode of this on his own show. And it also comes out the same day. So you can go check that out as soon as you are listening to this. And the way that we're doing it is we actually came up with the questions this time instead of using listener questions, which I have done in the past uh, couple game show episodes, we came up with three questions for each other and we did not know what they were going to be first. Uh, and we kind of just sprung them on each other. And the result was, it was kind of scary for us, but it, we actually got into some really cool conversations by doing this. So if you want to hear his questions for me, um, you're going to have to go over to his show actually and listen to how we did that. And um, here we are going to get into my questions for him. And if you're not familiar with Jason already, he is uh, an American expat living in Norway with his family. And he hosts the Zero to Travel podcast and Location Indie, which is a uh, a community and also a podcast uh, with Travis Sherry. So I think you guys have known, uh, you've heard those two names on this show before. And we're sort of doing this in the idea that, you know, we both host our shows on our own and we very much enjoy having co-hosts. And so you might start hearing a little bit more from some of the same people as this show goes forward, because it's something I really enjoy doing. And I've gotten good feedback about it in the past. And so if you want to share with me what you think about it, I'd love to hear. I hope that you enjoy these sort of co-hosted episodes. And you can always find me at Traveling Jackie on Instagram if you want to reach out and give me any feedback. So here we go with Jason uh, from Zero to Travel. All right. So I am here with Jason Moore, who you guys all know already. Um, And some of you probably even listened to his show, Zero to Travel. Um, Jason and I are hanging out today with a sort of game show style uh, episode that we are sharing across both of our shows. Um, So we actually just did Uh, an episode for his podcast. And these shows are coming out on the same day. So if you want to hear the other half of this, you can go over to Jason's show and check that out because he just asked me three questions that I did not know what they were going to be first. Um, And we kind of just chatted about those and we got through it. I made it through. (laughs) You were (laughs) awesome. I passed with flying colors. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It was... uh... It was scary. Now I have to come over here and I'm thinking, oh no, did I dig myself a hole with Jackie? I don't know if she liked those questions or not. I think you did though. We had a great conversation over there. Do you, do you want to share the questions that you asked me here? And then 
let people go no. over there and listen or do you, don't, I you want, don't want to say okay. i want people okay. to be surprised i want them to <laughs> just like i was yeah yes totally okay well i have three different questions for you um and so well first of all let's let's do something real quick since um since i always like to ask this question on my show where where are you right now Wait, is this one of the questions? No, no this isn't one not, of the questions. it's not, but you right? asked me okay. a, a not question too, so I get to ask <laughs> That's you That's true. I did, and we got to hear about your latest adventures, which sounded unbelievably epic, and I was super jealous, and I was sort of close to you to the north. I'm in yeah. Oslo, Norway, but I just got back from the United States. I was there for three weeks, my home country, which was odd. You know the feeling when you've been out of your country for a long time, and then you come back? It's... <laughs> no, I know nothing about that. <laughs> strange it's a very it was it was great but i went crazy with food and craft beer and you know all things americana I, crispy pickles i love claws and pickles so i i went to the store and bought a thing across and pickles and ate i think the entire jar of pickles and within you know the day or something what was the first <laughs> so, thing that you ate when you got back that's not this doesn't count oh, as a question shoot. i'm milking it i'm well, getting bonus questions in here I'll tell you what I did. We went right to the Southern Sun in Boulder. We actually mm. went to Under the Sun, which is Under the Southern Sun. Yeah. I had an F well, FYIPA, which is my favorite yeah. beer, and had a shrimp and grits, which was a special okay. on the menu, and also has some tasting things from my friends. So that was fresh off of a however many hour That's journey a good from idea. Norway. I know exactly uh, where you're talking about because I spent some time in Boulder last year. So that's cool. Yep. Yeah, right off of the bus in Table Mesa. Yeah, that's like right, right where over. I lived. So funny. That's my tradition. Mm, <laughs> got to get the FYIPA in my blood within. I don't know. It's got to be within the hour of there arriving. You go. I guess. I with, love I, it. Apparently, the tradition is within fifteen minutes. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to go there for um, their beer and their Italian pizzas because they do pretty good pizzas, <sighs> and you can uh, you can get pizza and beer as early as like ten a.m. <laughs> So. It's so good. Well, I was tempted because the last time I did this, have you ever had the Palisade peaches? The peaches they grow on the Western Slope in Colorado. They're, they know. are the most delicious peaches you will ever have, or at least some of the most delicious peaches. And they have a, they make a white pizza with goat cheese and, and peaches, Palisade peaches. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's so good. And they had it on the menu when I went, but I... I opted for the shrimp and grits. I'm, maybe I'm regretting it. I'm going to have to fly back right now. Well, no. shrimp and grits is very, um, I feel like American too. So I think maybe shrimp and grits. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So cool. Should we get started? Are you scared? Are you shaking in your boots? <laughs> <sighs> A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Yes, okay. I'm ready. I'm going to start with what I feel like is going to be, well, maybe it won't. I'm not going to, I'm not going to assume anything actually. I'm going to take that back and just say, here's okay. the first question. And this kind of has two parts too, but you did that to me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving it all Getting back. even. <laughs> <laughs> what is the hardest and the best part about being an expat? Oh, that's such a good question, oh, Jackie. Thank you. Damn, that's good. Coming out on fire. <laughs> this is what I did to you. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Next question. Can I yeah. call friends? Is there a lifeline? How does this work? Okay. Hardest and the best. It's so funny because I have a show that's planned around this topic. So this gives me some gives me some ideas around that. Okay. Well, I would say the hardest part, and, and this can change depending on the day. 
I think, because, you know, when you're living your daily life in another country, it's, you're, you're not just visiting another country. I mean, this is your daily life. So things go up and down like they would in your daily life. And I say that about long-term travel. If you travel mm -hmm. long enough, you're not even traveling anymore. It's just, you live on the road and that used to be my existence. And now living in another country is my daily life. And now I've become more integrated to the point where it feels more like home when I come home. Um, I think the hardest part in the beginning was that I, I truly felt like a stranger in a strange land. It's not like Norway is so different, but it is different. It's a completely different culture from mm -hmm. the USA and where I come from. And it's not my home country. So in the beginning, the hardest part was just, existing past the point of, uh, you know, when you're traveling Jackie and you get to a point in the newness and everything, I mean, even you go to the grocery store and it's just mm -hmm. like, wow, it's all so different and mm -hmm. everything's so new. And if you spend a year in a country, you've lived through all these different traditions and you're constantly seeing new things. But then after the first year, you kind of start repeating some of the traditions and you've learned a lot about the culture. And then sort of that shiny newness of visiting another place has has worn off and not that it's not exciting and and fresh but it's just not new anymore yeah so it's then you, the reality sets in oh i don't i this is my home but it doesn't feel like home and then you <laughs> feel like at least i felt like i didn't i was just this sort of guy out in the middle of nowhere in a way with with no identity to to any culture in particular if that mm, makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, mm. And that was really hard. And it took yeah. a while, at least in the culture here, to kind of start. And I was still traveling a lot and stuff like that. So to, to spend time here and, and embrace the fact that, okay, this is home. Let me make an effort to like meet some people and be a part of the community. And I'm not traveling and bouncing around anymore. I'm, I live in this place. So let me figure out how mm -hmm. to exist here and find my happiness internally. So the thing that is the best part, actually this leads into the best part is that I didn't realize how much up and down this would be getting used to living in another country. And I think the best part about it in the end has been after some, some great times and then some tough times getting used to it has been just really truly learning how to, be happy from the inside out. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And kind of, to kind of create my own happiness and understand that my happiness goes with me wherever I go. It's not a thing. It's really easy when you're traveling around to just kind of get those rushes from travel. You know, yeah. you're just like, oh, I just landed mm -hmm. in Peru. I'm in a taxi. Like, this is crazy, you know, and everything's so external. And it it's internal as well. But I think that's the best part about having been here for so long and going through all this is just that. You nailed that. I love I that answer. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if there is a better answer for that. I feel like you totally spoke to me because, and when you were talking about that hard part, it like made me sad because I, I've been there and it's a lonely place to be. It's extremely yeah. lonely. You know, like we need our community. We need people. We need, um, there are a lot of external factors that can mess up that that internal balance big time, you know, and so figuring that out is a huge step as we're traveling and um, being in one place. I mean, that's an advantage as opposed to like being nomadic where you're moving all the time, you know, but you can set up your community and see the same people and kind of get that foundation 
um, which I imagine would be awesome, but it takes a long time. Like it takes dedication. You've got to work for it to make it, to make it happen. And then the other part that you said about the best thing and having that, that happiness that you take with you, that's powerful. And that's also like a daily choice. Like you can't, it's like, I mean, it's not like you flipped a switch and now you always have that, you know, like it's something you have to refine and refine. But like, if, if you know how to find it, like if you know how to do that, like that's amazing. And it's so important. I think that's important for everybody everywhere, but especially like as a traveler on the road with the loneliness and the difference and you don't have your culture, you're kind of out there <laughs> um, yeah. to be able to no, say that it's... you have that is amazing. Thank you. I'm glad that, um, yeah, it's cool to hear that. I mean, I shouldn't say cool to hear, but that you've had that experience in terms of the loneliness. And Mm -hmm. I think when you're interested in travel, it's, it's very easy to just kind of say, Oh, I'd want to live overseas sometime. I always said that I always wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And then the reality of that gets to a point at a certain point where it, it was very hard for me, but, um, yeah, it's really cool to come out the other side and just kind of, it's not like every day is perfect, but just like you said, have that yeah. have that happiness and take it with me anywhere I go. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Thanks for that question. Cause you actually helped me work through that a little bit. Yay, yeah. Love it. I didn't know cool. what the best was going to be. It just kind of came out of the conversation. So mm-hmm. thank you. Yay. Cool. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> ask, come by and ask me hard questions anytime. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have real conversations. I love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's move on to, The next question, this one, oh man, like maybe I shouldn't ask you this one. Uh, I'm looking at my list here like, hmm, okay, that one was pretty big. I'm going to ask you this. What would you do if you couldn't travel anymore? (laughs) Like, is that even a real question? (laughs) I'd be like, oh, please don't Um, ask me that. No, well, yeah, this this is now I'm going to ha- have to ask all these stipulations because, okay, my family lives overseas. So am I still yeah. allowed to like have a magic, I don't know, um, some kind of magic thing I step into and I can still like see, see my family? loved ones. And yeah, let's go with that. Let's let's have a magic okay. thing so we can see our okay, family. <laughs> a magic thing so I can still maintain <laughs> yeah. my relationships. But I, I get the gist of what you're saying. If I had to be stationary mm-hmm. and I couldn't really explore the world in the way that I've gotten used mm-hmm. to doing over the years. Okay. Uh, why are you doing this to me, Jack? That's a hard question. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even turn the tables on you. Cause that's just rude. I can't <laughs> even do that on it's your show. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, well, I've actually been thinking a lot of, about this in a, in a different way because I recently read uh, an article that was in the Washington Post that was called, I have to find the title of it, uh, For the Love of Earth, Stop Traveling. Mm. And Mm -hmm. it was all about the climate change report that just came out. And it it was written by a Pulitzer Prize winner. And his point was that air fuel or waste from airplanes causes the most damage. Now... I put this out to our community location, Indy, and they had some interesting responses. Some people were talking about, well, yeah, I mean, a, a large portion of that too, or a percentage of that comes from shipping, right? It's not, doesn't mean it's always from people that are traveling in airplanes, right. but even still over the years, I have had this sort of lingering guilt around 
what kind of impact my travels have had on mm -hmm. the environment because that impacts everybody. And consequently, I, I was pretty shaken actually by this recent report and it kind of really got me questioning, okay, should I really, I mean, I've always consciously traveled, right? I mean, I try not to, you know, take food away and styrofoam things all the time. And I try to be mm -hmm. smart about, you know, using plastic and different things like that. So I'm conscious, but should I be thinking on another level, you know, should I really be promoting more slow travel and talking about it more and, and not that everybody needs to stop traveling because what I came to the conclusion was that, I mean, I have the show zero to travel and all this work we do. And, and you, I know you believe the same thing is that travel makes the world a better place, mm -hmm. right? It does. So mm -hmm. that's something you can't, the author of a, a piece like this can't put into an article. You can't say, well, okay, let's take Adam Braun, for example, who was the founder of Pencils of Promise, who they've built like 300 plus schools for underprivileged kids in, in a few different countries in the world. And that whole charity was inspired by him backpacking through around the world and having a, a kid come up and ask him for a pencil because that's all the kid wanted. And because of that experience, he started this charity and now all these kids are getting an education, everything like that. So, I mean, do you have that without travel? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's there's a, a ripple effect, I think, if you get enough people traveling that some of those people are going to inevitably go on to do certain good things for humanity and things like that. So it's really hard to measure and just make it, it's really easy. I should say it's easy to measure. Okay. This much CO2 comes out of a plane. So here's the calculations and this, this and that. But then the, the example like that I just gave is hard to measure, right? Mm -hmm. How travel can, can change the world and connects us and everything. Yeah. So I guess my point is, I know this wasn't your question, but it got me thinking about, my life if I was traveling less and what that would look like and how I can lessen my impact, but still have those travel experiences and still be able to, to, to get excited about doing it, but also making sure I'm doing it even more consciously. Right. So yep. I guess the conclusion I came Whoa. to there are dogs is here. to get a couple <laughs> dogs because dogs are awesome <laughs> and this is a heavy topic so let's just bring a couple cute dogs in here and pet them and show see their faces and, Aww. No. <laughs> they would love Aww. to <laughs> there oh now i wish i had a dog next to me no um so i think <sighs> i would continue to promote travel i would I'd probably be doing the same things that i'm doing right now work-wise because i just love what i'm doing mm -hmm. but I might open some kind of business in the community mm -hmm. because here in Oslo where I live, because I won't do that because I don't want, I don't think bricks and mortar business, uh, at least for me right now, it's not the smartest move, but, and I also don't want to be tied to something like that. Right. Even though you can get people and hire people out and they can run it and everything, but I would probably do something in the community a little more um i would just get a little more involved in in the community which is something i want to do anyway right yeah, it goes great. back to what we mm -hmm. talked about before mm -hmm. so it's um it's just a matter of figuring out what that is and this is something i've been thinking you're hitting topics i've been thinking a lot about mm -hmm. lately actually mm -hmm. because um this is super topical for me how can i make more of an impact where i live and and enjoy it and get to connect with people and create something awesome that 
maybe could go on after I'm gone or whatever. Yeah. So cool. even if that's just like I've thought about, I'll give you an example. It was like starting some kind of farmer's market down by the waterfront, you know, that they don't have a farmer's market here down, mm-hmm. down in Oslo, a big one where, you know, we're used to in the States where you got music and all kinds of things happening. Something that you could start and just, it could like be a tradition that carries on even if you're not living here later on or something, yeah. you know? So yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Actually, I love kind of where you went with that because it was sort of an ambiguous question. And I agree. I think one of the things that I would like to do is um, that possibly would go on after, you know, is um, after me, after I'm gone, is start a, uh, what's it called? When a scholarship um, oh, yeah. for students to study abroad, actually. Um, because I think that that has a huge potential to change. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where I started, you know? And so, um, with study abroad when I was 18. And so I would like other, I would like to see more people taking that opportunity. Um, and that does not have to do with, you know, me getting out there, but has kind of a more community effect, kind of like what you were talking about. That's cool. I like your Yeah. Answer. I love that idea. I was, I, I, was always afraid to look into study abroad, even though I wanted to do it. Cause I just assumed I wouldn't be able to afford it, but that was stupid because there's all kinds of different ways to afford it. I just was kind of in my head. I was stuck in a weird sort of block. Right. Or I just, at that time, I just was like, well, no, I can't travel to Spain, study abroad or something. That's for people that have money. <laughs> That's not me, you know? But, uh, so I, I do love that idea because you can, give that gift of travel to somebody. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Good job. That was a tough question too. All right. One more. <laughs> Sweating over here. His lights <laughs> are getting hot. <laughs> I think that travel is full of, I'm going to say wonder, like the potential of having moments that just kind of wow you, you know? So yeah. when was the last time that you had a magic moment traveling. <laughs> the kind where you just like sit back and say, wow, like take it all in. I can, I can tell you it, it's a different thing though. So it's a different thing that what than what you're talking about because it was totally unexpected to me, but um, we just hosted a, an event for around 30 people actually ended up being 40 with our team and stuff for our community location indie where we help people that are trying to be location independent run businesses from anywhere and all that stuff so we have a whole community around that and uh, we did a gathering with our community in denver and we did like a combination of travel we tried to do some things where we're like okay let's try to find some things that people haven't done before so we did belly dancing and tai chi (laughs) and went to a baseball game so i think we hit like everybody did at least one thing they had not done before. Um, But we also did workshops and things like that. And on the second day, I was interviewing some people from our community for some testimonial videos and things like that. And just hearing their stories more in depth. And every time, and this is what I traveled to Denver for. So this is a travel thing, I guess, but it's different kind of than what you're talking about, but I should share something, but this is the most, (laughs) I know I'm, I'm like going off right now because I did not expect to share this, but I will share it anyway. So I just kept hearing these stories one after the next. And for some reason I flashed back to 2013 when I was, or maybe it was, it was probably in the fall before 
I might've put my first podcast out there or I was just about to, and I was about to come to Norway and I was staying with my, I drove across country, I think, or I don't remember how I got there, but I was staying with my mom for a few days before I was flying to Norway. And I was recording this episode just on a bed in my mom's house and thinking, this is so cool. I just want to share these stories and help people travel. Right. Mm -hmm. I just flash back to this moment for some reason. And that's five years ago. I, my podcast is now going to be five years old next month, which is crazy. I looked at the published date. I was like, holy crap, this is insane. Wow. Yeah. So congrats. Then thanks. So we're in person <laughs> and we're talking to all these people and I'm hearing their stories and they're saying all these nice things about the community and how the works helped them, all this stuff. And I just kept getting more and more emotional as each person came through and all of a sudden, by the last person, this guy, Jason, his, his, he was telling his story and his lips started quivering a little bit. And I just <laughs> totally broke down crying. <laughs> I, I started bawling, Jackie. Like I broke down to the floor crying because I just, I needed to like, I got overcome with emotion in a way that just so much gratitude because I was like, wow, this is where the flashback came in. So I was like, this is what I wanted to do. Like I wanted mm -hmm. to help people travel and like, here are five people I just talked to that have actually, I've helped travel mm -hmm. in some way, you know, I mean, they've helped themselves, but at least some of my work played a part in helping them. And it was just so humbling and so shocking to me that I just, I just like, it was like five years worth of, build up you know you're sitting yeah. here with this microphone you don't know no. how things are in hitting people or when they're hitting them and mm -hmm. you're just doing all this stuff and it just was like right there in front of me it was so visceral and it just really just like blew me away and that was a magic moment for me because it just you don't want to look externally for validation but at the same time you also want to know that your work matters yeah you know? of course we all need affirmation yeah so that was awesome. Um, and then I guess to follow that up, because this is the most recent getting to take uh, after the thing was officially over, but there were still some people hanging out. It took about, I don't know how many, 15 people or something up to Boulder. We hiked to Mount Sanitas and then we met another shout out to the mountain sun. And we met to the mountain <laughs> sun afterwards in Boulder, which is my favorite brew pub anywhere ever, just because I have so many special memories there. And I remember they were doing their mountain sun thing where like the group came in and like within 45 seconds, they were getting free beer and free French fries and they were just talking to them. And this whole group just got it. They were like, this place is awesome. And I was like, yes. Yeah. And I was just kind of like standing back, like, you know how it is. I mean, you lead trips like when you, you know, something's awesome. And then you get to like give people that experience mm -hmm. and you're just like, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're loving this. And this is so good. So cool to just give them that experience. So those were magic moments for me. Mm -hmm. I know they're not the kind that you were alluding to with, you know, dramatic. No, that's it though. It's, it's an internal thing. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to have any kind of, you know, definition. It's just an internal thing. You know, it's, it's yeah. how it affects you. That's so cool though. It Maybe you won't mind me sharing a story that that, that made me think of. Cause I had a, a yes. similar a similar moment this year. Um, actually a lot of people have asked me this year, what is, um, what's been the highlight of your year, which is like a crazy question for me because I feel like this <laughs> 2018 
like and the end of 2017 this last year has been probably the most epic travel year of my life like easily and wow. the thing that stands out to me the most out of all of it actually was my um my ladies adventure retreat in Ecuador that I hosted for the first time that I was scared to host because I didn't know if it would work. And it was a curriculum that I had designed, you know, and I was leading the whole thing. And it was like, all right, here we go. Let's do this. Like nine women showed up for it. And, um, but at the end, um, every morning we do, a we just have like some time to do different things each morning. So, and it's like an optional time, but they came, they showed up every morning. It's like before breakfast, you know, we would do like yoga or meditation or like writing or whatever. And on the last day we had this little writing session and, um, because we had been practicing these things all week, you know, and so we come together at the end, right before we're going to go to breakfast. And one of the girls says, can I share what I wrote? And I'm like, excellent. Yeah, go ahead. Woohoo. You know, like, this is so cool. Everybody's sharing. And, and she reads, dear Jackie. And oh, oh my man. gosh. And I, and she had written me a gratitude letter, which was one of the things that we practiced during the week, you know? And I like, I mean, I couldn't hold it together. And then no. after her, someone else said, I'd like to read mine too. Dear Jackie. I was like, oh my God, you guys stop. You know, like this is like more than I, oh. and then one by one, they all started ripping pages out of their journal and folding it up and giving me these notes. And I lost it. They had like done this, like behind my back. They had decided wow. to like do this. <laughs> I've and got was, chills just know, hearing that too, story. Me too. Like makes me want to cry all over again. Cause I, I mean, it's just like, I just, I just want to like relate to you on that note that like, it is hard when you're just sitting here by yourself with a microphone sometimes like wondering who's listening on the other end and what's happening with them. And is my goal actually doing anything for someone else, you know, and it is. And so mm. it's just that very cool that you were able, and thank you for sharing that that that's a really cool moment yeah it sounds like jackie and i, I mean we you can get us bawling pretty easily i'm sure <laughs> i guess it sounds like so we start like <laughs> we can start crying right here if you would like we'll, we will do that if <laughs> if it helps in some way no um that's that's amazing jackie wow just i'm just putting myself in your shoes during that moment mm. the way you described it was mm. was yeah. perfect i'm just imagining kind of one person at a time mm -hmm. just oh the and the words and and oh after yeah. you put in so much effort especially when you're designing your own experience like that where you just you know all you can do is create something that you you think people are going to get value out of mm -hmm. and that you hope they're they're going to have a great time and enjoy and you can visualize it and, and you can put it together but you just never know because you're just putting something yeah. together from scratch so there's no guarantee but then to see that all come together in that way and then to have people telling you these things mm -hmm. and, and being there in person I mean, how can you hold it together right I know, it's just i know i know it's a beautiful thing it that's is. magic and it, it comes from i i'm gonna come full circle right now and you guys are gonna have to go listen to the other show to hear this one but it comes back to taking action in spite of fear you know because a little, a little of, hints there what what what's that a little about? hint there for that <laughs> um yeah, but you know, it just comes down to doing the thing that makes you you and, you know, like making it, making it count, I guess. And, um, we find those magic moments in that. So cool. Um, I think that was it. Was that three or do you want another one? <laughs> that was three. No, maybe we should, I would love to do this again. This was fun. It's yeah, a, it was. Now that we've kind of 
thrown down the gauntlet, if you will, with our questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we say, okay, what are these questions going to be? You know, what can we come at next time? I don't know. This was a fun format, though. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, let us know, if, you know, listening to this and if you like this and you want more of this or I got some other show idea you want us to do. I always love getting on the mic with you, Jackie. Yeah, so I, I do too. I would be honored to, uh, to do to it do again. Some more recording with yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah, um, sure. you guys can comment. Um, come over to Instagram. Uh, at Traveling Jackie is mine. And Jason, where can they find you? At Zero to Travel. I, I do suck with social media, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but I'm there at Zero to Travel. So okay. I will uh, peep in every now and again. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks <laughs> for having this idea and for coming on my show and for sharing. And um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to plan the next one. It was a blast. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jason. All right. Cheers. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, you can provide feedback if you want to um, at Traveling Jackie. That's where you can find me on Instagram. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Um, and you can find Jason at Zero to Travel. Sometimes apparently he's there sometimes. Um, so thanks again, you guys, for listening. Here's to episode 101. We're into the jump podcast now and we are moving forward. So I'll see you guys in the next one. Safe travels.